You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Oop. Ryan McCaffrey, Elite here. and Jose Otero. Hey, thanks for having me. We've got a great show for you this week. We, of course, got to talk more about the Switch and Zelda. Those are the big topics of the moment. But first, uh, some of our listeners out there are already getting excited about E3. Ooh. Who isn't? They can't help themselves. And one of our listeners, Neil from Spain, has <laughs> included a whole boatload of E3 predictions <laughs> he's making here. More, two pages of <laughs> okay. E3 predictions for each of the major, major publishers. So I thought it'd okay. be fun to go through them and we can uh, decide whether or not we agree or disagree. Yeah. Neil from Spain's it's never, E3 2017. It's never too early. Never too early. It sneaks up on you every year. Well, we're halfway through March, so yeah, you know no, we're really three months out. Three months out. Yeah, but from there so right busy now. this year compared to any other year. Like busier than yeah. ever. So the thought of E3 is still like, wait, that's right. In two yeah. months, it really gets serious. We just launched a whole new console and yeah, a yeah, new yeah. Zelda. Yep. Uh, we're getting a new Mass Effect. This we we did a great job. We've we, done we, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> All right, let's dive into Neil from Spain's prediction series. He's right. starting. He's he's broken them down by publisher. So starting with Bethesda. Ooh. What do okay. we think? We go in alphabetical here. Okay. Bethesda will show a teaser for Elder Scrolls Six. No. Too soon. Too early. Exactly. Way too, too early. soon. Yeah. Yeah. Way too soon. It's been. Five years. Yeah, but the ultimate—it's the Fallout team. Okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Last we knew, that not even a teaser. Last we knew, Todd Howard's team at Bethesda Game Studios was one team. Yeah, as which Justin just alluded to, and they—they've been alternating uh, to presumably to not keep them to keep themselves from going insane. Yeah. Uh, Elder Scrolls Fallout, Elder Scrolls. They got Fallout. it figured out. They got that dialed in. Go between the sci-fi and the fantasy. I mean, they said they they've said I don't. This is paraphrasing now. They've said they're working on the game insofar as they're sort of thinking about concepts, but it's not. They were very like, look, is this not in active development? Like, yeah, don't they're also this working soon. on multiple projects. And Todd Howard has said that much around Dice, and I think even he didn't say it at E3 last year, but we definitely got a quote from him saying there's a bunch of stuff sort of cooking under the hood, not from necessarily the Skyrim team or the Elder Scrolls team, but from you know, Bethesda as a whole. So yeah. it makes you kind of wonder what's going on. Now, I do think, I think what we'll see is probably Wolfenstein from them. Well, you're jumping well, ahead I'm here. sorry, I thought, we were, I thought we were on Bethesda. <laughs> we are on Bethesda. As an aside, uh, Todd Howard uh, recently received the uh, Lifetime Achievement Award at the Dice well Awards. Well-deserved. Yeah. Uh, I was and, there for it. And great. in his speech, uh, I thought it was funny. You know, he said his whole career, he's been working at the same developer with uh -huh. the same team and pretty much making the same game yeah. over and over yeah. his whole career. I thought yeah, that was Yeah, no, that is very charming. Nice touch. Uh, will Bethesda announce a sequel to the evil within for 2018 yes no 
Yeah, well, I don't know who to believe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It's the one that's got it. <laughs> it, yes, did pretty no, well. it did pretty well. It, it reviewed pretty well. Uh, Tango Gameworks, it's time for whatever they're working on to, be, to yeah. be revealed. Uh, Bethesda has to fill an hour at their E3 showcase. I do think it's going to be Evil Within 2. Mm. We'll see it. Yeah, to my knowledge, that team is working very hard on something and not showing it. And whatever it is, obviously, they have plans for internally. Uh, it would make sense if it was Evil Within 2, given that there was something about the classic survival horror roots that they tapped into, even though there was also the reminder of like how bad voice acting used to be and how certain parts yeah. just didn't really make it into the future the way we would hope. Hmm. But um, I, I, I sincerely believe, I'm hoping they'll show, but this is also one of those cases where maybe if it's not ready, hold a little longer. Yes, but Justin's not convinced. Well, I mean, you're right that that dev is working on an unannounced project for a long time, and so whatever it is is going to have to be shown off soon. I guess I was mainly, I don't know. I mean, Bethesda doesn't seem to be in the interest of, they seem to be moving away from single A, right? Like everything is just gigantic or go home. And that mm. that was really as far as my thinking went. But you're completely right that that team is working on something that's it's time to lift the lid on. Mm-hmm. Neil from Spain thinks they'll show Fallout VR. Maybe well, they some sort of VR. They showed it last yeah. year. They did have it uh, as a Vive demo. Yeah. yeah. Maybe as a real actual commercial yeah, product. That's plausible. That would make some sense sort of for this year. Yeah, with that. Nice job, Neil. Uh, we'll get a release date for Quake Champions. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably maybe even sooner than E3. The beta is yeah. starting soon, I believe. Is it starting before E3? Uh, a Doom sequel announced. Too early. No, too, soon. too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Uh, DLC? No. Or more content? Done with uh, they would have been done. Yeah, they're done by now. Uh, new Wolfenstein game announced coming this fall. I think that's a definite yes. They teased it at last year's conference. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. They knew what they sure. were doing with that. Yeah. How did they tease it? Oh, it was included in like the, the, the little. The, the DOS thing at the very yeah. end. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Uh, exactly. I think uh, they're good at, um, and I, you know, I think they are separate teams. You know, the Doom team's probably working on the next Doom product, but they seem to do, you know, the, the Skyrim and Fallout alternating, and I think they're going to get into a Doom and Wolfenstein rhythm. Yeah. Too. I mean, from a corporate, it makes sense yeah. from a corporate level. You don't want to have those two butting up, but they're. Their development schedules are are separate. So, you know, Doom Doom is id Software in Dallas, and Wolfenstein is uh, is Machine Games in Sweden. Yeah. yeah, who are and they're on. Yeah, and it is it is about time for uh yep. for the, the next game from Machine Games. And last but not least, Neil expects uh, Fallout Shelter to be announced for PS4 and Switch. I mean, they already released it on Xbox One as a free-to-play yeah. thing. Yeah. So well, and they're uh, they're playing nice with Nintendo with you know Skyrim coming. Which so is, I think Fallout Shelter. I mean, yeah. Fallout Shelter. I think was liable to be a bigger hit on the Switch than than Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's why. Uh, speaking of Skyrim, I wonder if they'll touch on that at all. The Switch version. Yeah. No. True. You would hope so. <laughs> I mean, that's mm-hmm. true. It's, yeah. Yeah. Some details have come out, but it's been very light still, and so it'd be nice to just finally get that sort of cleared out because it clearly feels like the game for them is oh we got our engine up and running we're gonna go with this because this is a this is a hit uh or this has been a hit um but yeah it, at the same time it's it's a six-year-old hit and yeah it, it's a game that still makes money and it's a game that people yeah. still care about the definitive edition did well well and i mean not to stretch this too thin but i think zelda which you know breath of the wild take definitely takes some cues from mm, sure. modern elder scrolls uh but that i think in turn it shows bethesda that hey there's a huge audience for our game on this platform. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Every single person playing Zelda on the Switch is liable to be a Skyrim fan if they exactly. haven't yeah. spent hundred hours. With yeah, it, it fits into that message of like, yeah, this is that big console game that you're going to take with you. Like Zelda is that game, Skyrim is that game. Absolutely. All right, moving on to Microsoft. Neil expects them to uh, really show off Project Scorpio. Yeah, so Phil Spencer was at this table with us Ooh, on Unlocked. I know. <laughs> in that chair, in fact. Oh, I can still smell him. <laughs> and it was just a few weeks ago, and I, I asked him exactly that. And he, obviously, in his Phil way, he can not, he's not dropping huge news bombs on our show. But he's media trained. I did ask him, do you think that you guys will have a Scorpio event ahead of E3 to maybe get some top-line details out of the way, which they did with Xbox One, and he suggested that that's definitely a possibility. Um, I took that to mean in my, <laughs> I've been doing this a long time and I know how to kind of translate this a little bit, that there's it's probably going to happen. So yeah. I, I think, And it makes sense because, you know, if the, if the release date is 
either somehow awesome, like it's it's sooner than we think, or if it's later than we think, and if the price is less than we think or more than we think, mm-hmm. they're going to want to get all of that noise. And I say noise, I don't mean it in a derogatory way, but they're going to want to get all of that chatter out of the way before E3, so that because E3, uh, as Phil has said over and over again, is all about the games for them. They're yeah. going to want to show off the Scorpio-ified games yeah. like yeah. Crackdown yeah, and, and, and Forza 7. And all They these get things. a second crack at, honestly, what Sony kind of fumbled with PS4 Pro. Like We saw that presentation and the issues and challenges they had right in terms of presenting, okay, well, we're trying to show you the, the, the beauty of 4K and the advantage of 4K, but you can't do that over stream. Or <laughs> we're trying to just point out that developers have the option to use this, but even when the machine came out, it was sort of developers really did pick and choose what features they wanted to support and which ones they didn't. There wasn't sort of a unilateral, like, this is how it must be. And it felt really strange. I want to see how Microsoft will tackle presenting all of that information. Yeah, they've they, they've had the sort of, Microsoft is in the the rarer position now for them because they they go first at E3 every mm-hmm. year or they have yeah, yeah. but in this case yeah with the with the the mid-cycle upgrade console they get to go second and take notes from what went right and what went, went wrong with Sony whereas in years past we've seen the tables turned like specifically with E3 and we've seen Sony be able to react to what Microsoft's Absolutely. done at E3 and go we're going to go with envelope B guys cuz they did this and yeah, now we yeah. can we can you know try to one up them or doing even it taking this way. advantage of weaknesses like hey here's how you share a game on That's on exactly I mean, that's exactly yeah. the kind of thing I'm referring to yeah, yeah. That, that's the kind of stuff that like E3 you can definitely line up uh, those kinds of, of swings at, at your competitor yeah. you know yeah, You've been, mean, oh sorry go ahead I just think I, this is going to be overwhelmingly Scorpio focused for yeah. them that, oh yeah yeah you mentioned Crackdown. Mm-hmm. I think they'll Crackdown will be at E3 this year. They've gone dark. I, well, here's game. the thing. I think the the fall lineup for the the play play it best on Scorpio fall lineup for Xbox this year looks like I don't know in what order, but probably Forza Motorsport Seven first. That game's not announced, but it's as inevitable as this the sun yeah. coming up tomorrow. <laughs> um, so Forza Seven, you know, you of course that's going to show off a. a beefier console yeah state of decay 2 mm-hmm. and crackdown 3 i think those wow. are the three first party games that they really push hopefully there's one or two new ones we haven't even seen yet yeah, coming up stuff. but yeah. yeah surprises would be great but i think those are those three are definitely going to get uh get too soon for pushed. halo too soon absolutely same okay. and gears no, too. So no no halo 6 i don't think so what about sea of thieves yeah, for sure. Like this fall, I don't know if the game's out this year. They've been they've had a very open development process. They've done a couple of very clearly alpha play tests where they've done like uh, closed closed alpha NDA situations with community members. So they're they're trying to bring that along, you yeah. know, and 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 do it right, which I think is great. And I'm I'm super excited for it. I just don't know if it's going to end up making 2016 uh, 17, whatever the year. This genre is. would you categorize that game? So then our the Destiny genre. Oh, <laughs> I did it. Shut I up. Did Get it. out. Shut up. <laughs> the show's over. Uh, this one's a little random, but Neil th- Neil <laughs> predicts Microsoft will announce an Onimusha reboot. <laughs> That'd be cool. This <laughs> oh, seems a little uh, random. Do they own Onimusha? I, I don't think so. There's a Capcom game. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah, I thought. It's Capcom's game, and uh, it's also weird because Onimusha has not aged well. And I know there's some <coughs> some very fond memories of it because it is that early PlayStation Two era game, and that's nostalgia these days. What's our what's predictor's it? name here? What's his name again? Neil. 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 He's probably channeling the whole uh, Microsoft Capcom. You know, the Dead Rising Three was a partnership. Mm. Was like a, a third party exclusive partnership, and then Dead yeah. Rising Four. So that's probably where he's coming from on that. Do you remember that Onimusha Sword controller? It was this no. giant. No, it was, I think I do. It was the worst thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Neil thinks Microsoft will show a trailer for Far Cry Five. Well, somebody will. Yeah. I mean, if Ubisoft yeah. doesn't, I mean, which I mean, Ubisoft will. It's a question of will it also show yeah. up on a first party stage? Yeah, I mean, that game's coming. So, uh, mm. yeah. Well, so it's been a year now since yeah, I, Primal. Primal didn't yeah. do much for me. I, I, played I actually like, liked Primal, but I know I'm in the. Yeah, I played like a, an hour of it and kind of felt like I. Saul, I needed to see. Yeah, it felt like, and you know, likely was, uh, you know, an expanded piece of DLC that they spun out into a full game. Which, yeah. you know, I'm not saying it wasn't worth sixty dollars, but its genesis didn't come from them trying to make the next big Far Cry game. In my yeah. opinion, that's that's the that's probably right. Do you think they'll show off any Hololens? No. No, that's, that's not really a gaming thing, right? Scorpio, as Justin said, is the focus. They're not going to mess around with uh, 
with trying to get your attention with anything else. Yeah, that's what your other Microsoft event, like GDC-like event, is for, right? Well, but I will say, and maybe this is what you're going to get into, I do think that the stage might be set for them to announce some kind of VR partnership or initiative, although, like although it's tricky to balance that with Scorpio. Uh, and again, yeah. when Phil was in here, he kind of, in the, the Phil way, alluded <laughs> to, like, yeah, we're, we're looking at VR, but... Yeah, not necessarily at launch for sure. Scorpio. Yeah, and I think it seems like they're going to hang back and let the let the market develop a little bit. Yeah, sure. and that's another lesson from Sony because I thought it was a bit too much to have PS4 Pro and PSVR in the same like block of what four or five months. Like yeah. that was a little too soon. I feel like if you were someone with money to spend but you could only buy one, which one were you going to get? You know, no. like that, that VR is of course in a lot of ways the future, in a lot of ways some, some interesting technology, but. This is version 1.0. It's only going to get better. Right. Yeah. What are the odds of Microsoft showing off Metal Gear Survive? They've shown Metal Gear trailers and stuff yeah. in the past, so there's a possibility. I mean, that game has gone dark since TGS, I feel. I think that's the last yeah, time there's I this, heard there's something There's this about dumb, it. like, pissing match going on between... <laughs> Konami and uh, Kojima Productions, as far as and I don't, I know I'm going to get a bunch of Kojima fans on me. All I mean by that is, like both both Konami with Metal Gear Survive and Koji Pro with with Death Stranding, both of those games seem really really far away, and yet they both just keep showing stuff. It's like yeah. just it's okay. It's, the divorce is final. <laughs> you guys just lead your separate lives. We'll be here when you're ready. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, what about Kingdom Hearts Three? Yeah, I mean that game. <laughs> like, Sorry, you. <laughs> no, I mean I just. It's like it's been years, right? Like when did they? That's the only thing I was gonna say yeah. is they showed off that trailer so long ago, and then what happened? Yeah, like, I think I think it shows up on Sony stage. I don't think it shows up. I on agree Microsoft with that stage. Yeah. I think yeah. that relationship has always been tighter. Mm -hmm. It's promised for Xbox, but at the same time. It hasn't been shown well, or seen. Or didn't yeah, Final Fantasy didn't either. Final Fantasy 15 have a demo on Microsoft stage last, last year? year? I think that is right. Yeah. So it did. All right. Yeah. Maybe it actually I wasn't a great demo. If I remember right. <laughs> it was a yeah a great a game. But the demo was weird. Yeah. Uh, Neil thinks uh, they'll want to show off Middle Earth: Shadow of War on Scorpio. Yeah, Neil is on fire. Yeah. I mean, he's, I told you he's, he's got two pages of predictions here. Well, they they were. Uh, Shadow War is, as far as I know, the first, first officially yeah, confirmed no, so. Scorpio title. Yeah, and you know that in order to, well, maybe you don't know, but uh, you know, as someone that's been in this business a long time, you can't just put that in a press release. Like there's a tremendous amount of back and forth between them and Microsoft to, you know, hey, get get the go ahead to say, hey, we're coming to this new console. So they they obviously are working fairly closely with them, and I think that's a fairly safe bet. Yeah, I mean, the, now the game is likely to be out before the console is likely. Yeah, uh, but well, yeah, the game has a release date already, right? Yes, August, August something. So, yeah, you're so right. but but they've already said that Shadow War is play anywhere. So if you you just buy the Xbox One disc, uh, and you will get this, it'll you'll get yeah. it on Scorpio whenever yeah. Scorpio comes out. So. Unbelievably gorgeous game, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and then listen to his last uh, prediction here. He predicts Cyberpunk 27 will be coming only to Scorpio 2077. Uh, Coming only to Scorpio, not Xbox One, although also on Steam and PS4 Pro. Uh, I don't think that I don't think that can happen. I that, think that goes against what Phil said. Yeah, that yeah. At least goes against what they said last year. Yeah. So I like that. I think what Neil's doing is, you know, here are my reasonable suggestions in one pie in the guy. Yeah. I like it as a pie, <laughs> pie in the, the sky. Guy. Pie, pie <laughs> in the guy. Ooh, it's a new Mario character. Yeah. I, mean, I like it as a pie in the pie sky in suggestion guy. because. Uh, because that game is PC first, clearly, right? So, so yes, you know, there's all the concerns about <laughs> they're literally not allowed to do it. But, but if there was a developer that would try to pull some shenanigans like that, I think that's a good candidate for it, since they're obviously looking to get the bulk of their sales on that game on PC. Probably. All right, moving on to EA. All right, Star Wars Battlefront Two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, coming this Lock fall. It in. No question. Yes, yeah. Uh, the Star Wars movie coming out this fall. Absolutely, absolutely. This holiday. Neil predicts they'll have some sports games. <laughs> To show off, get out, no, Neil, really? buddy, <laughs> calm it down a little bit. This one is a little bit more specific. He predicts Plants vs. Zombies: Space Warfare, <laughs> uh, following up from Garden Warfare. Uh, I think I they'd mean, probably he, lean more into. I mean, the big mobile game was such a hit, and Heroes, they had yeah. a superhero theme. Yeah, that's so, true. You know, they yeah. could, they could, if they were hoping to extend that Garden Warfare franchise. Um, I think it's a safe bet that we'll see more from that. It's one of the only really polished, excellent, mechanically solid T-rated shooters, yeah. um, which is an underrated 
aspect of that game. My I nephews love yeah. that game. Yeah. yeah, that's a big deal. Um, it's like that and Splatoon are like really kind of it. Yeah, um, that's true. And uh, and so I think that they will see more of it, but I think they'd extend. No, I just like that he set it in space to follow what Call of Duty did last year with the <laughs> yeah. Infinite Warfare. I'm just like, oh, that's cute. I get yeah. it. All right. Uh, will we see Visceral's Star Wars game? No, not with the focus on Battlefront. Yeah. Maybe like a little game. snippet tease, but yeah. they're going to want all the focus on Battlefront too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we also, it's tricky because, you know, the rumor is that Battlefront 2 is going to introduce a single player campaign. Um, yeah. So it'll still be very multiplayer focused, but, but yeah, I think that they're going to want to create some separation between the two. And then uh, Neil predicts BioWare will show off a new game that's part of a new franchise. Yeah, we already know that. Uh, we already know that. That's well, the, like well, bi- but coming. not free, but BioWare already said that they would have okay they would have more to sh- show about their uh new ip what was that what was that from again mm, that was gosh what I, was I, that from vaguely no time what you're yeah it was a recent <clears throat> thing yeah well they'll have wrapped up andromeda so we already know they're working on something new then news to me uh moving on to bring back jade empire <laughs> time Never to bring know. back make jade empire great again uh, oh no, I what? mean, yes, yes for Jade Empire. That phrase, no. <laughs> it's inspired by evil people. Go. Uh, going on to Ubisoft. Uh, South Park will be uh, announced to be pushed to this fall. Yeah. The fractured butthole. I mean, I hope not, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's probably pretty likely. I know you're, you're, a, you're a South Park guy, Ryan. Oh, yeah, I, I, but I've, I've, I've officially given up on that game until <laughs> it's just ready, and then it's yeah. like, great, I will play it and hopefully super love it because I love mm-hmm. the last one. And by the way, yes, I'm not crazy. January 31st, 2017, Aaron Flynn, the studio head at Bioware, uh, put up a blog post, a note about our new IP. Okay. And he said, uh, awesome. let's okay. see here. Uh, yeah, we'll just share, be sharing more with you in the future. Oh, that's right. It was after a, an investor earnings call ah, where it was mentioned. So I, in the office, I theorized we would see it. Like like a or just a teaser trailer yeah. of some kind at E3. That's yeah. right. I mean, I really respect Bioware for. I've mentioned on Gamescoop before that I like what they did with Mass Effect, where years ago they just said, "Yeah, you know, we're working on another Mass Effect game. We don't have anything to say about it, but you know, that franchise isn't going away." And like, I like that they respect their players enough to not just play coy and be like, "Oh, ho, ho, will you ever go back to Nintendo?" <laughs> like, they're just like, "Yeah, you know, like." Come back in two years, and we'll have a trailer for you. Um, yeah. You mean I like lo- with Fallout Four, where they said nothing for <laughs> for yeah. five years, and, and it, we all knew they were doing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I don't know. I I like that you know Bioware. That's an interesting, just sort of opposite way to go. Say yeah, we're working on something new. You'll see it when you see it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, will Ubisoft bring Assassin's Creed back? Yes. Yeah, it's time. It's it's had enough time off, and I feel like uh, that that series. Needs a reinvention on the level of Assassin's Creed 2 to 1, right? Where you felt like uh, 2 was this great step forward for that series and, and for its story and for it, the way that game worked. Uh, I feel like I haven't seen one do that since. I, that could be just my opinion. Yeah, yeah there was uh, the big leak for was it Kotaku, I think, last fall. Egypt. The Egypt thing. Yeah, yeah. Egypt, yeah. Well, I mean, I would argue that 4 was great, you know, okay. and maybe not such a huge Black leak. flag, right? That yeah. was the mm-hmm. subtitle. Yeah, pirate game. Yeah. And I do think uh, I think we'll see a pirate spinoff. Well, I don't know if we'll see it. Mm. I hope this you is what, in my gut, it's going <laughs> to happen. In your yeah. heart. In my heart, yeah? Yeah. we're going to see a pirate spin It'd be cool. Uh, Just Dance 2018. Oh, yeah, that's... The series just keeps yeah, going. Yeah, that's like going. taxes every year. I'm, I'm surprised that series survived. <laughs> oh, taxes, Jose. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, man. sorry. Oh, yeah, you got to do your taxes. Why'd you have to do that to me? <laughs> Someone had to. That's true, that's true. <laughs> no, that series survived the end of motion controls and, yeah. and continues. Yeah. Uh... Ryan, what do you think about this? A new Splinter Cell revealed to be a massively open world game. I've been mm. waiting for new Splinter Cell for a while because uh, yeah, Ubisoft Toronto did Blacklist. They did a great job of sort of fusing the old school Splinter Cell with the new school, more you know action oriented stuff that the modern audience seems to demand. Um, yeah, that game was twenty August twenty thirteen. The last Splinter Cell. Was. So it's it does feel like kind of a now or never. E3 for that game. Like if if there's going to be a new Splinter Cell, this is the year we're going to see it. Hmm. And if we don't see it, maybe Splinter Cell's gone. That'd be sad. Would make me very sad. But uh, not having Michael Ironside in Blacklist (laughs) made me real sad. Yeah, that's true. Dude, they got was no offense to him, but just generic compared to Michael Ironside. Uh, Moving on to Square Enix, Uh, Neil thinks there's going to be a near remaster. 
The new uh, near Automata is just out. Yeah, the timing's all wrong for that, right? You would want to so? do that before the sequel. Uh, well, maybe, except I think maybe the sequel is surprisingly good. Mm. Them, maybe they'll want to capitalize on that. Hey, yeah. did you play this really good game? <laughs> Go back and play the one that's, <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. that's sold gotcha. okay, <laughs> if yeah. not. I'm well, being a little hard. Yeah. I mean, I know that game has a lot of fans. Yeah, but, it's got a cult following for sure, but I, I think it might be too niche. I mean, I, I think Square's interested in a little bigger uh, piece of the pie than that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, new trailer for Final Fantasy VII remake. Sure, I think we'll see more than that. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll see. Though it'll be, I think it'll be a playable demo. Would hope so. By playable now. demo at E3. Well. well, maybe we won't be playing it. Someone it'll be played on stage. Yeah. What about the Lightning trilogy announced for PS4 and Xbox One? Let it go. Yeah, let it go. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> but no. does Square Enix let things go, or do they? No, they don't actually. But I feel like the whole uh, the. the I don't know the disaster that was Final Fantasy 13 to me. That that whole trilogy was just like, listen, it's a pretty game, but we need to move on. 15 is is a is a great new step and yeah. uh, direction for that series. Let's focus on the future. Yeah. What about a uh, the world ends with you remake? Oh, I mean that's another one that I'd like to see in my heart, but nah. If they, I mean, so that was a DS game, and it's also on mobile. Oh, yeah. If they even remade it, what would it, would it be for like PS4 and? Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, no, <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> okay. I want a Parasite Eve remake. Ah, or yeah, maybe that, it's like a new Parasite Eve. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 if not a remake, like start top to bottom and start to see, reboot the yeah, series, yeah, yeah. like Just definitely like give that. me, That'd yeah, be really yeah. Cool. it's time. Like that's, that's one of those 90s nostalgia plays yeah. that would make a lot of sense. And Einhander. Oh, yes. Did you, oh, that game was so good. Was that for Square Enix? Yeah. Oh, he's missing it's the, I, I think we're going to see Tomb Raider. Uh, yeah, the next Tomb Raider, I think Shadow we already got rumors. Right? Shadow of the Tomb Raider, oh, yeah. That's, did we, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, he didn't include that in either Square Enix or in Microsoft, so, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't think that's... <laughs> well, I just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. There is a That'll historical connection. Yeah. yeah, historically. Uh, can I share my, uh, crazy, yes. yep. uh, pie in the guy, uh, <laughs> idea <laughs> TM. I think, I'm gonna lose you, but then I'm gonna bring you back. Okay. I think they're gonna announce Final Fantasy 16, but... They're gonna Mega Man ten it, and it's gonna be like sixteen bit. I, my brain just. I think the next. I think the next mainline Final Fantasy is gonna, gonna be, be like like a, this, like a Final Fantasy three. Yeah, like a Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy three slash Final Fantasy six era RPG, like okay. a classic turn based battle, sprite based. Game. You mean after they just spent hundreds yeah. of millions of dollars on fifteen, they go, well, let's make something cheaper. Well, I mean, there's still. I, I just think or it's a it's little bit Octopath Traveler. It's Sorry. a yeah. little bit of a. <laughs> it'd be a. Palette. I hope they'll show that. Oh, yes. That game looks so yeah, cool. Yeah. It's a little bit of a palette cleanser, and we know there's fifteen DLC coming and updates. They're going to continue like that. World's not going away, and then at the same time, hey, we're doing this other cool thing. That I mean, everything you know, all that stuff's hot again. You know, it's Shovel Knight and all those games. It's the some of the biggest stuff that's out. Maybe there. Project Octopath Traveler is oh. Final. Fantasy oh, 16. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Scoop. Um, also, uh, I hope that they do something with Dragon Quest Builders. Like that they a sequel There's also would be like great. A yeah. bunch of Dragon Quest games coming yeah. out. People slept on that game. Yeah, it was really good. This crazy combination of like RPG well, adventure game and Minecraft is yeah. Builders Two or Heroes is my theory. Heroes, Heroes yeah. Two yeah. is already yeah. 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 Heroes it's hard to keep all the Dragon Quest Japan. Stuff. It's probably going to get announced for the West. I mean, it, it, also inevitable. Uh, moving on to Sony, I think they open up with Last of Us Two gameplay. Open with it? No. Uh, Spider-Man or God of War? Yeah. Ooh. God they opened with God of War last year. I think Spider-Man's too early. I think that game is... I think that it barely exists. Spider-Man still barely exists? I, I don't think Spider-Man's at their show this year. I think they announce it. And I think then, so, huh? I mean, what do I, I know? I could but, see uh, that. I want to uh, stake bet this one. I don't know. Nah, you want to take I don't that? believe it enough to stake... I said it very definitively, <laughs> but I'm incredibly <laughs> unsure that that's the case. No, uh, yeah, I think Last of Us 2 is a good bet to open with. You know, they already have sort of lifted the lid on it, and um, I don't think that's their closer, like their big stinger, because that has to be a new project. So, mm -hmm. hey, let's, let's do a deep dive into mm -hmm. Last of Us 2, yeah. See, I think Last of Us 2 is going dark for a while. Mm -hmm. After that was their... That was their Ace in the hole at PSX. Interesting. Mm. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's true. Also plausible. I don't know. Uh, new IP from Sucker Punch. Yeah, what? I can't refresh my memory on what they even worked. What was their last thing that they released? In uh, Infamous Second Son? Is that Has Sucker it Punch? Has been that long? It may be. I don't that think they've done anything. That sounds that right. Yeah, there right was an expansion. Short, like, within the first six months of launch, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. the, uh, March the f in 2014 or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, That's I kind of forgotten about it, honestly. Yeah, that seems plausible. Uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy, yeah, which was uh, revealed at sure. PSX. There, yeah, I know. There'll be a, an awesome demo with some cliffhanger sequence and then boom, on to the next game. Yeah. Yeah. 
that'll get a release date of this fall, I would suspect as well. Yeah. Do you think Sony will want to show off Destiny Two? I mean, they they had the marketing arrangement on the first one. If the if no Activision conference, so. Yeah. Yeah, no Activision conference, so they have to they have to they have to buddy up with somebody. And I think Sony's the best candidate for uh, it. Whoever it's gonna be whoever ponies up the most cash. You know, you just reminded me uh, It'd be Microsoft Microsoft could move in and be like, hey, yeah. we want we want we want to push this as a you know, play it on Scorpio game. Yeah. We're gonna push more chips to the to your <laughs> end of the table. You never know. Yeah. It would be interesting only because sorry, I didn't mean to jump yeah. in like that, but uh with Destiny's last expansion, they completely dodged PS4 Pro. Like completely, mm. they just let Destiny One exist the way it is. It's mm. not getting like some some super special HDR in time for uh, for PS4 Pro's release. So it would be interesting if it ended up that they switch sides and show up on Microsoft stage. Yeah. Well, they, I I mean, I'm not yeah. sure if that yeah. that's the case. Could have. I do think the relationship runs deep there. They've already had a bunch of exclusivity arrangements with Sony before, and so it just I mean, there's precedent. The thing is, it, it it doesn't matter, but it actually does mm. because you know it. You look at when when you add up. All those third-party marketing deals that Sony made with PS4, you it it did add up. Where suddenly there's just this mind share in the yeah. in the in the general community that starts to take over. Of wow, okay, so I can I can play all these third-party games uh, on this console, and I get I get all the like add-on content first. And you know, with one game, whatever it doesn't make yeah. a big difference. But when it starts to be all, like a lot of major games, Battlefront and Destiny. That boulder rolls well, down the hill, and yeah, and it's just and it does, it does matter. So if if that's what it would matter yeah. if Microsoft did come in and quote unquote sort of steal Bungie back and be like, yeah. well, okay, you know, Bungie's with us again, in a, yeah, in a, yeah. and even if it's just in a marketing way. And of course, the game's coming out on PS4 and, and PS4 Destiny Pro. Two Two has a a big sort of expectation to live up to. I, I simply because the director on that game is the dude who directed uh, Taken King, so it's Luke Smith, and it's the A team at Bungie. Like the B team has been working on expansions for the past like year. Um, and I gotta say that uh, Taken King really saved Destiny in a lot of ways. Like the the critical reception when Destiny first showed up in that first year of expansion well, got me back into it. Yeah, it was rough, but Taken King showed up, had some really smart ideas. And the only thing that Destiny has not been able to do that hopefully two fixes is that trickle of constant content coming instead of the end game gets maxed out and then players at the top are waiting for things to do. That's not how you want that game to continue. Yeah, that's always bothered me. I mean, we don't need to turn this into, into Fireteam chat. Yeah. Like, it, the community, like, there's nothing for me to do in this game. I'm like, stop playing it for a little while. Yeah. Like, and come that's, back. Like, that's, that's Bungie's message. That's what I did to, like, World of Warcraft, too. It's mm -hmm. like, I play that game six months, and then I put it down for two years and come back for six yeah. months. Yeah. Like, that's how people should play. I don't know. You don't need to play a game forever. Is it time uh, for a trailer for Shinmu 3? No. No way. Wow. That kick that was announced two years ago now, yeah. but it was but a, it was a it was it a logo. Even, it hadn't even <laughs> been started yet. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump out and say I I think it's time. I think uh, I'm gonna go against the grain here and say that uh, for people for that game to continue to grab mindshare, you have to show something. Mm. I think E3 would be a great place to show, but then retreat. Ah. Don't say a word after that. <laughs> but go away. Shinmu uh, remaster. Yeah, HD collection mm. maybe. And then people play it and go, oh, yeah, these I games were not actually. <laughs> this was a seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe they do maybe want to be careful if they still want to sell Shimu Three. Maybe they need to be careful about yeah. that. Uh, new characters for Marvel vs. Capcom. What is it called? Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Infinite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, right. Yeah. No, definitely. And you, you want to tap into, I mean, I think Overwatch, Smash Brothers, I think uh, same thing can be said for Unjustice 2, but every fighting game is turning the character reveals into an event. And it comes with this awesome trailer and great footage and, and just smart smart ways to reveal them and sort of keep the audience in suspense. You know, I feel like those franchises have done a good job of that. Um, so I think that it would be silly of Capcom not to take that approach and start, you know, sort of pulling out maybe even Sony characters like specifically to that sure. version. Like, why not show that on Sony stage? Uh, well, maybe along with Destiny, will Sony have Call of Duty, the next Call of Duty, which is going back to its roots? I haven't heard of about their marketing deals terms. I don't know when when that ends, but you know, Microsoft had that arrangement and it ended, and Sony yeah. picked it up. So yeah, I mean. 
I mean, Call of Duty, even if it's a franchise on the decline, and first of all, if they have one, you know, sort of great revolutionary game, you'll, you can, it's, it's very easy to bounce back. But even so, even with each game, you know, sort of selling successively fewer copies than the one before, it's still one of the biggest gaming franchises on earth. You know, they're going to ride it for years and years and years now. Um, you know, it's top of the charts. And honestly, Infinite Warfare, I thought, got a bad rap. I thought it was excellent. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that'll be a gigantic deal, and it's a sure thing with Activision sort of sitting out of the, the conference. I like I like that it's Sledgehammer's year because, you know, they really, with uh, with Advanced Warfare, they they really focused on the campaign with, you know, the, all the Kevin Spacey stuff, and it was a good campaign. It was fun. It wasn't amazing, but it was, yeah. it was good. It was fun. So uh, if they are, the rumors are true, and, they're, and we see World War II again, uh, I'd love to see their take on it. What about Red Dead Redemption 2? Yeah, whose stage does that uh, show up? Well, on? they yeah. they've I think that's the they Sony has the marketing on that. I, believe, true? I think that was already settled after the initial mm. reveal. So, yeah, that'll that that's in fact that could be what what you kick off with if you're at Sony's true. E3 yeah. conference. Yeah, or close with. You know, it's yeah. one or the other. They don't yeah. they don't put it in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about Wild? Remember the game Wild from Michelle Ansley because it's yeah, like yeah. it reminds me of the Canceled Peter Molyneux game <laughs> yeah, PC from the original Xbox. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, it, that that game has shown up at two Gamescoms and otherwise n- hasn't been seen at all ever. So yeah, I wonder if they'll just bring it back to Gamescom because it's you know European developer, or if they will trot it out at E3. Well, frankly, I'm not sure Sony would want it or need it on their stage. Well, it is a fir- it's a first party. Well, I mean, or it's kind of a second party Sony. Is game. that true? Yeah. Uh, what about remasters of Medieval One and Two? There was that like animation, like HD animation of the main guy from Medieval that yeah, what a crazy appeared. tease that they did, yeah. yeah. Um, or was that leaked? It was either leaked or fake or something. But it showed up and was making the rounds what a weird last thing to year. Fake. I think, yeah. yeah. I was never a big fan of those games, so I personally wouldn't want it. But yeah. maybe there's a, a a branch of gamers that do. Yeah. And then we talked about this a little bit before we started filming. Were PSVR. Does it have any sort of presence at Sony's show? Unless it's new hardware that is thinner, smaller, like something that's that's like the minute you see it, you're like, holy cow, I can't believe that's what it looks like now. Hmm. I don't think it has any any place on the stage. Although I do think the time is coming for them to redesign the controller, the interface. Like the Move controller, I think, is uh, currently the worst part about PlayStation VR to me, outside of wires and having this whole thing stretched across my living room is just a... These are kind of dated. I want something that's newer, that's as sleek as you know Oculus Touch, mm. or as what Vive is using. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a that's an important point for for any VR game is just to have a really solid interface and not just rely on you know your your joypad controller yeah. for that stuff. I think VR has to have you know a presence in the show. Yeah, they yeah, probably it's funny they didn't do any last year. Last year is E3, no mention of VR. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah they launched it last year, and it's apparently selling well. But you know they still need that big. That they still don't have the killer the killer app for yeah, PSVR. That's true. What about Death Stranding? Too soon. Just re- just settle down. Yeah. <laughs> Let's I mean, not, not, so that not out year for and, years. Yeah. May, uh, no, yeah, I think nothing. We got two I, trailers last year. You did, yeah, <laughs> and, and we thought the first one would be the only one. Um, but uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I don't. I think that that game has to go under for it to get made, and those guys can't just keep. Rolling out these these engine demos and, and cutscenes, yeah. they need to work on the game. Yeah, I mean that's what you know, Ryan. Other folks keep harping on. Uh, okay, like you've shown us all you need to show us. Now go make your game and come back in three years. I kind of hope that let's just keep having crazy trailers forever. <laughs> Why not yeah. just keep it up? I want the next batshit just completely <laughs> insane. Just like yeah. keep and like everyone's like, oh, you're flying too close to the sun. You're gonna burn up, and people are gonna not care anymore. And it's like, well, maybe or maybe just the hype will get bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, yeah. yeah, we know there's an important female protagonist in that game that they haven't shown, and I think they're saving that for first gameplay. Yeah, I think the true. first time you see that game running, you're gonna see the main character, and you'll finally learn this person's like identity and why yeah. they're in this world. Um, I think they have to hold on to that. I don't think you do that as a CGTs. The flip side is the hype levels are so high and the trailers have been just so sort of shocking and interesting that when that product becomes a game, 
it almost can't help but disappoint people, right? Like, okay, it's a video game and you're climbing things and there's press X to do this. And like, it's still, it's still going to look and feel like a video game. And like, I, I, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, no, and his fans want to support him. I mean, he's, yeah. he's on his own now. He's, yeah. he's running his own studio. And this is, even though when he first announced the studio, he said, we're going to make something smaller. This became the biggest production. Yeah. I yeah. think one of his <laughs> biggest I've ever seen. And he has reasoning behind that. He's talked about it, but it's still just the, yeah. the fact that, you got to slow down and you've got to work on making this thing. And you're not going to get anything done if you keep showing up at every trade show with another slight message. Just stick to what you're making and, and you'll, you'll be back and you'll see do some really baby well. Baby in Norman Reedus's stomach <laughs> and just, just give it to me all. Give it all to me. Uh, there's Detroit Become Human from Quantic Dream. Yeah. They, should, uh, they should that off last year. I think they announced that uh, as being released coming this year. Yeah, I saw it behind closed doors at E3, and I I loved it. Yeah. Uh, it's I really like David Cage's games. I, Heavy Rain's probably my favorite PS3 game. Uh, yeah, Beyond was a bit of a disappointment, but it was a game where I was glad to have played it, even though I it, I didn't necessarily think it was great. But Detroit feels more Heavy Rainish to me as far as its mechanics and the the sort of direction it's heading. So yeah, I'm. I would love to see more of that game. This is probably the third or fourth game that you can lead off E3 with this, and everyone's jaws will drop because really? that game looks really good. Well, yeah. They showed us just enough. I mean, get my years mixed up. Was it last year that they? I think it was they, last year they showed the gameplay. Like yes. they showed us just enough, but not. You know, it was more of like, you know, it was very light, minimal. Like to have to dive into it a little deeper. I think it's a great candidate for that. And I actually, I mean, hating on David Cage and stuff has kind of become a little bit of a meme. But I'm with Ryan. I mean, I was absolutely enamored with Beyond, and you know, mechanically it was it was what it was. But just the story. Like I was invested in it. Like I cared about those characters, and it was great. And I'd never played anything like it. And I, I, I went home and just lived that game every night for like a week. And I, I really loved it. So, and you got to appreciate the effort in his storytelling, right? He's really trying to do something with games that I don't think you know. It, it's sort of a touch of FMV, but it's not. It's something that's even uniquely special yeah. um, in an evolution of that stuff. And so I, I respect him. Like I don't always agree with where he takes his stories. But as a, far as a creator goes, like yeah. that's that's some seriously cool tech. And what about Days Gone, the uh, the mini zombies on screen game they showed last year? I have no interest in that thing. Yeah. Like I, I, it's funny because it, I, I thought I would care, and the more I saw it, the less I cared. Uh, it, it just that was my reaction. Something so weird happened last year. They showed it twice, and then uh, the rumor was that some game fell through at the eleventh hour, so they had to fill a slot, and so they put Days Gone back in there, but. But then they insisted, they doubled down and said, nope, nothing changed with our show, which you don't have to say that. Like, yeah. there's, So there's some politicking or just political intrigue going on with, with, the, with the push that that game got last year. Um, it was just odd. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Um, maybe the game will turn out to be great. Maybe, maybe it won't. But based off what they've seen so far, yeah. I'm not super. If it's out in this year, I think we'll see it at E3. Uh, but if it's not, I think they'll hold it for PSX. It's call. a good candidate. Good for yeah, it's a great call. Yeah. All right. Finally, Nintendo. Okay. So first of all, do you think they hold a Nintendo Direct, or oh, just or have like a stage, um, uh, some sort of video that goes live at a certain time? I think it's a digital event again. Um, I, I, I say that because uh, they <laughs> have an event. I mean, yeah. yeah, the Switch yeah. is out. People love it. Maybe it's time to. Well, bring they had an the event economy. to reveal the Switch, right? They took the stage for that, yeah, and they true. couldn't they avoid that it. Couch out on stage, yeah, yeah, and yeah, laid yeah, on yeah. it. It was <laughs> great. Everybody yeah, loved it. Koizumi, like, oh, yeah. this is still so good. Um, and that was really good to see. But you also saw, uh, especially in that presentation, you saw some of their best pers uh, personality traits, and you saw some of their worst in like the third party reel, and in like how it was it was underwhelming in that section. Um, I feel like when they do their digital event presentations, and maybe they'll call it something else, because maybe digital event is too associated to Wii U, which is yeah. considered a failure. Um, but they bring out their most charming ideas. That Muppets show thing, that was one of their worst shows, but it was one of yeah, their best in terms of those those interludes and those stitches. And they like that stuff. They like the personality that comes with it. So yeah. I think uh, I, I think they will do a digital event, but what's just giving me pause, you just said that they need to, they need to wipe the slate clean from Wii U. So maybe for like one year, just to just to wash that stink away, they have to go big once, and then maybe after that, yeah, they maybe. go back to digital. Yeah. yeah, I mean maybe, or maybe it's a hybrid of both, right? Because you can still sort of take the stage, make announcements, and yeah. then roll to something, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it is better to—I agree that it's better to see them on stage. I know yeah. that there's a, a vocal 
uh, part of the audience that doesn't agree with me, but I think E3 is about that showmanship, and you guys can still do that on stage. Like, don't don't doubt it. You know, they can be good. I mean, they're very yeah. good at it when they yeah. when they get it right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, E3 moments. And then in terms of games, Super Mario Odyssey. Oh yeah, we know that. It's yeah. really the one I like lean Just right straight in my eyes, yeah. heavily into that. Holiday. It will come out the week before uh, Thanksgiving. It's always the Black Friday. Uh, yeah. The week before Black Friday, Nintendo will drop a big game. Then you can pick it up before you fly home and visit your family. Yeah, Ooh. that's it. Yeah. Oh, the Switch is so good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about this? Smash Brothers, Mario Maker, and Pokken Tournament all coming to Switch this year. Too many ports. I yeah. think yeah. that that would. Pick one. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's so a little Smash too Brothers much. Then. Yeah. It, it could be Smash Brothers. Um, wait, say the list again. Mario Maker's too soon. I think they need to figure out what the community is of that game. Yeah. Um, they had some some smart ideas with the first one, but they also had some very bad ones. They didn't know how to really cultivate a community. Yeah, maybe it's a sequel. Yeah. yeah. It's Mario Maker 2. Yeah, but they still have the fundamental problem of how do you make a level when the switch is on your TV? You can't use the touchscreen to to drop and place these 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 items, and it's much easier to do it. It's way more intuitive that way. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm interested to see how they solve that problem. But uh, yeah, I I think if they went with that lineup, and that's not a bad lineup because those are great games. It's just too many ports. I think you save some of those for 2017. And you go, okay, now these two are coming back. And so then the next year. They have a couple options. They either need to drip out ports to, to a degree that it doesn't, the console doesn't feel like a port machine. Mm-hmm. Or they could just be like, yo, there's 15 ports and they're all out in August. And then, yeah. then it's it. Like, well, okay, like, I'll, split, I'll split the difference with you. <laughs> I think a better, more impactful thing that would be to just do a little, little section of whether it's a, a live presentation or a recorded thing of, all right, well, uh, we've got, We've got GameCube Virtual Console, so boom, you can play Mario Sunshine on your on your uh, yeah. Switch, and you can play Eternal Darkness on your Switch. So enjoy those. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I'm sure he's going to get to this, Neil, if since he's covered uh, all the companies so thoroughly. But do not underestimate Nintendo's ability to drop a game out of the sky. Like no one knew this was going to get announced. Then boom, it'll be out uh, in October, or it'll be out in September, or it'll be out in January. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing that they run into too. I feel you don't have to sell everything at E3. Like they they have Nintendo Direct. They use it very effectively to gather a bunch of people to watch them basically unveil new games. Yeah. They don't have to share the stage the way they would at E3. So I feel like that always puts them in an interesting position because obviously they want to show up and bring a big game. But then at the same time, you need a direct for September or, or, or November or October just to talk about what's January, what's February, what's March as you lean into the next couple of So do of you months. think they, they just they go, okay, well, Super Mario Odyssey, is that's going to be our game of the show contender that everybody's going to talk about, and then we're going to we're gonna keep the rest of our cards close to the get, chest for another time? Do Zelda. Zelda it again. <laughs> just, <laughs> just Mario again. Odyssey. No, just Mario. Yeah. Their whole booth is going to be New Donk City, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I, th- I think they'll announce a new game that we didn't know about, and uh, it'll be uh, out before the holiday. I think that that's, that is super likely to happen, even though they've ironed out, okay, we've got Splatoon coming in the summer. ARMS should be out hopefully May or June. We don't oh, yeah. really know. Arms. Yeah, that's a game that's coming out. Uh, they have... Uh, Mario Kart Deluxe. Mario Kart Deluxe is April, though. It's April yeah. 28th. So like, I, yeah. I want to go back to this port thing. Like, like the Wii U, nobody owned that console, and I say that as somebody I liked mm-hmm. my Wii U, but like they have got to give people another chance to play Bayonetta 2, to play Pikmin or 3. Captain Toad. To play Captain Toad. Yeah. Like, but... You know, they run the risk of it just being the Wii U too. You know, yeah. so it's like they're 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 not stuck. Like it's a nice problem to have. They have you know they have options, but uh, gotta trickle them out. They got it. Yeah. They got to be careful with it. But another thing though that they need is they need some third parties to actually come to bat for them. Yeah. And what I'm talking about is like, for example, there was that rumored uh, Ubisoft uh, Rabbids Mario yeah. game. If that game's real, it needs to show up at E3, and that game would. Uh, at least represent a major third-party publisher actually making a major third-party game for them and not, okay, we're porting Steep and we're porting Rayman Legends, which you played how many years ago? Um, EA, same difference. Oh, we're going to get on stage in Japan to tell you a FIFA game's coming to Switch. Is it 18? We're not telling you yet. We'll get back to you. (laughs) (laughs) And it ended up being FIFA 18. Yeah. What about a new Metroid? I not s- for Switch. Not I, this year, I don't think. I, uh, every night I ask myself that question. <laughs> what, what about a new Metroid? <laughs> what about a new Metroid? <laughs> Where's your camera? Nintendo. He's brushing his you? teeth. <laughs> He's Come talking on. into his microwave. Ah, yeah. No, you seriously. I, 
You cannot. There is no franchise in video games right now that fans are asking for more than Metroid, and it has been just absent for a while now. But it, it it's that game that has always critically been received very well, but commercially, I don't know that it's done. You know what Zelda has done, what Mario has done. That's why it, it's such a good candidate to get the Breath of the Wild treatment. Not in a one-to-one -one way, but mm -hmm. just like burn it down and rebuild it in a new modern context. And Super Metroid's my favorite game. So that's a very scary thing to say, but it's it's a great candidate for it. You know, dark and moody, and even even the exploration and survival aspect of it. Um, it's it's a franchise that could really do with a reinvention like that. Yeah, what about an Animal Crossing for Switch? I mean that's inevitable. To me, with uh, questions like that, it's not uh, it's not if it's when. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think uh, if that game exists, that's a 2017 game. So if you show it at E3, uh, you are making the intent that it'll ship hopefully by next E3, which would be cool. I'd like that. They also delayed the app that they've been working on, which makes you wonder if. And they've said before, yeah, you know, Animal Crossing yeah, app and game are going to talk to each other, which would be nice. Um, so you'll probably want a big Animal Crossing game for that. Mm. We know there's multiple Fire Emblem games. Yes. Coming, right? Yeah. Uh, we'll most likely see those. What about Luigi's Mansion 3? <laughs> I, I yes, please. I love Luigi's Mansion. I bought it when I bought my GameCube. I have fond memories of that game. Finished it. It was real good. I don't care what anybody says. Mm. I would love to oh, play I'm not that a hater. I, I like that game a lot. Um, Mario. Yeah. I, I think it might Mario. be too soon, um, yeah. which is weird uh, to say out loud. But yeah, I, th I, I do. Yeah. Wait. Never forget. You just uh, <laughs> never <laughs> what forget Luigi's Mansion. No, never. No, don't, don't sleep on Luigi's Mansion. But I feel like uh, Nintendo likes to reinvent stuff, too. And I just wonder if there's something that's a little more interesting they could do with Luigi than, no. than, a, than a tried and true sequel. Uh, what about Skyward Sword HD announced for Switch? Can we go back no. to Zelda? Nope. That's why I wonder. No. Can we go back? Is there any going this back last week. after Breath of the Wild? Yeah, I asked this last week on NBC, and I know some folks uh, responded to that question with, uh, yeah, of course we can go back. And others are like, no, I think he's right. Like, how do you go back to old you Zelda? Don't. Yeah. yeah, it's tough, but I mean, it's the same thing. Like Skyward Sword, you know, great. Yeah, maybe not, uh, maybe not a masterpiece game, but a great game. Trapped, like it's trapped. Nobody played it. It's going to be the lost Zelda game if Nintendo doesn't do something. It would need a significant overhaul. You'd have yeah. to get rid of the one-to-one -one sword stuff or make it optional. Like you can switch between that and just using yeah. a regular uh, controller. But here's the thing. With a remake and with their past remakes, Nintendo has smoothed out the things that have upset people. So think about it. If they tone down Fi and her constant interruption, if they tone down a lot of the dowsing and forcing you to kind of, oh, you should be looking for this. I feel like Skyward Sword was a game made for a platform that they were worried was too casual. And so it showed that they were constantly trying to hold you by the hand to tell you things that the average player knew. The average Zelda fan knew backwards. But they took a chance on that. They'd have to undo all that. Uh, what about Beyond Good and Evil 2? Announced as a Switch exclusive. You're crazy. I'm <laughs> Neil, not crazy. This is Neil. Neil. Neil I, that's what I mean. Neil, no, where are you? You're crazy. I, no. think, I think actually Neil's not crazy at all. And the reason is because... If you look at any platform launch of, of the last five to ten years, Ubisoft has always been there in full force. Mm. Ubisoft is a company that, for better or for worse, always tends to bet big on a new platform launch, hoping that, you know, maybe if one or two of the things that they put on there stick, it's gonna it's gonna turn into a new franchise for them and a new, you know, a new moneymaker. I'm not saying BG&E is necessarily going to suddenly become a franchise, but I could see Nintendo uh, and, and Ubisoft finding common ground there and saying, you know what, there's this thing that everybody's been looking for for a long time. Let's yeah. let's do it. Let's do see, it on I our see console. the Rabbids game, though, is that. If that Rabbids Mario thing is real, and every a lot of the reporting on Switch Rumors was real, and those same people said, this is a game that exists. Now, it hasn't shown up yet. I think that game is more that, but I, I agree with you that they do place bets on um, platforms, and Beyond Good and Evil wouldn't be a terrible one. I think the first game's a, a cult classic, but it is still a, it, it is kind of a niche group, and yep, I think it would do sure. better on, on a multi-platform like sort of um, status than it would on. Well, there's on just no Switch. doubt about that. Yeah. I tend to agree with Jose, although I do think party you know company the, the Switch is uh, I mean it's a hit. It's a hit out of the gate. Is it going to have sustained success? You know, there's a million and one questions. Who knows? But it's it okay. launched strong, right? So if you're a company like Ubisoft, uh, you you have to be thinking really hard about getting some some mini game like. Switch it up. Come this holiday from Ubisoft, and it's a collection of fifteen weird mini games, and then you will sell. You know, like you want to be there if that console is the next Wii. Um, 
there has to be that has to be on their mind. Yeah. And but, I, I don't know that Bianca Neville. I do agree with you though that I think those those two companies may be getting closer together on whatever whatever game it ends up being. Right. Yeah. Which will be uh, cool to see. Finally, Neil predicts Nintendo closes with the next mainline Pokemon game coming to Switch. I think, I think stars might come to Switch. I wouldn't expect the na- like the sequel, the next big Pokemon to come to Switch. Mm, yeah. I think we'll see. I think we'll see. You know, because uh, is it is it announced as well, stars or did no, I make no, that? No, up? no, no, no. That was that was like based on uh, the rumor reporting uh, okay. said that it was called Pokemon Stars, but I think they build it as a port of Sun and Moon. Yeah, well, that's um, what I mean. Like they always do the first yeah. two games and the combined yeah, version. I think yeah. that, I think for the first time we'll see that combined version come to a home. I mean, home that would be cool. I mean, it definitely. Um, you can tell with uh, the 3DS version of, of Sun and Moon that that game was punching slightly above its weight in terms of like its look and and all of the things they undid and it would look better in a higher on a higher resolution screen so i would hope so um i don't know i i think it's too soon for pokemon i think uh i think you can hold that till late 2016 or early 2017 and go hey guys there's a pokemon game coming in 20 in, in 2018 sorry i think, I think yeah, stars i'm talking is- like it's 2016 excuse <laughs> me yeah yeah i apologize stars yeah. is their yeah. test balloon to say it's coming to 3ds and switch you yeah. figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think like if they run to sell switches, if the next yeah. mainline Pokemon game is only on Switch and not on 3DS, mm. yeah. like that would move. But that would have to wait. That's a few years. Well, Pokemon usually right. goes for install base, right? Like if you if yeah. you think about when 3DS came out, they still released a a DS game with yeah. black and white because that was a higher install base. Uh, with Sun and Moon, they made the conscious choice to pick 3DS because that has an install base. They weren't going to wait for Switch. For Sun and Moon, yeah. right? Yeah, um, so I think that uh, that that could still be a year or so off. But I mean, I could be wrong. I don't. I don't. The Pokemon company is as unpredictable as Nintendo. If you would have told me po- Pocket Pokemon Tournament was a thing, <laughs> I would have said no. Yeah. Like that makes no sense. The the Tekken team is going to make a Pokemon fighting game. Ha! Yeah, that ended up being real. <laughs> <laughs> and not bad. No, and not bad. But not inter- not super popular though, is it? Hard to tell. Yeah, um, yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, I mean, it showed up at Evo, but I feel like every fighting game, its first year, shows up at Evo. Um, you know, whether or not it sustains is a different, different question. Well, there you have it. A whole boatload of E3 predictions from our friend Neil in Spain. Well, he's got a lot on his mind. I know he's got. Yeah, nice he job, Neil. Spends a lot of time. Thinking. There's lots of good stuff to think about in here. Uh, I know we're running long. Uh, before we play Video Game 20 Questions, I want to answer at least one more email. This week, this comes from Brenton in Dallas, Texas. He emailed us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like you can. And he says, you guys are awesome and make my daily commute more enjoyable. Oh, thanks, Brenton. I have a question for you. I'm preoccupied with my Switch and Zelda at the moment, but once I'm done, I would really love to play Horizon. However... I don't own a Sony console, never have. Horizon is the first game that makes me want to buy a Sony console, but I would much rather rent one just for that one game. So do you know of any place to rent consoles? And if not, do you think there is room for a console renting business, or is this a ridiculous idea? Way back in the day, I rented a Dreamcast from Blockbuster or one of those, you know, one of the video store chains. You could 90s thing. You could rent systems back in the day, but I don't know if there's anywhere. I I think it died with video stores. Yeah, that's exactly. I think so. Like, where would you even do that? Like, not Best Buy or not. I just remember like the jingle, Blockbuster Video. Wow, what a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was <laughs> now, such a different time. <laughs> unless Redbox figured out a way to shove some like, video game consoles inside that little kiosk yeah. that you could pull no, out. It, it. You would lose so much money on that business. People wouldn't return them. Like, how, yeah, you got to send the repo man to their house <laughs> to go get the console? I don't know, maybe there's a deposit or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah just put your credit card down yeah. or something. Yeah. We'll take all if the it money. doesn't come back, they... They double the price of the console. It was a yeah. very... I never... Um, you know, I had a grandma that... Definitely like to spoil her grandson, and so I mostly got the video games that I wanted. But for me and my friends, it was a very common to. I had a Nintendo. I didn't have the Super Nintendo yet, and you would spend so much money renting that Super Nintendo from Blockbuster, oh, yeah. like you know, once a month or every other, you know, however often you could get it, and you would end up like dropping all this dough. Yeah, I feel like on a game would be like three or four bucks to rent, and then the system would be like twenty or twenty-five yeah. bucks to rent for two days. It's like, man, yeah. yeah. Um, but I definitely rent, I rented the Super Famicom before the Super NES was out to play Mario World early. 
Wow. Ice. From my oh, nice. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. It's cool they had it in. Um, yeah, so there's, there's challenges. Uh, consoles are more fragile. Like the Super Nintendo, you could just beat to death, and that console would still run. Like yeah. that, The idea of an Xbox One or PS4 you know, traveling around to dozens of homes, uh, it's a lot they're, iffier. They're PCs. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like, also, they've become so much more complicated now. Yeah, yeah. Like you were just saying, like there's operating systems. Yeah, and like user profile, user profiles, and all that stuff. So it makes they it have like web. They have yeah. web browsers on them, so kids would be looking up. Who knows what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I would only say, uh, hey, ask your friends to come over. Uh, like, go to your friend's house and play Horizon. Like, you got to have a friend who has a PS4. The Sony didn't sell what is it forty, fifty something, fifty million something million yeah. consoles, and you don't know anyone who has. Yeah. Also, PS4 deals. <laughs> PS4? Now is a great time. I mean, yeah. Look, if you don't have the dough, um, uh. that's unfortunate. But uh, it, there's like hundred dollars off. Like, get a PS4, get Uncharted 4, which is a game you want to play anyway. It's cheap now. There's deals all the time on that console. Like now. It's such a wonderful time to like jump into a console generation and just bask in all the cheap, awesome games that mm -hmm. you that you haven't had a chance to play yet. Yeah. True. All right, it is time for us to play video game twenty questions. Okay, Everyone knows this. how this works. I've never played yes, this. No, yeah, well, oh, you haven't, haven't played this. No, I have not played, played twenty been, questions. Have I have played yeah. twenty questions, but I haven't been on this. Uh, well, I can't turn around. Like what happens? One of our <laughs> listeners suggested a game this week. Twiggy in Melbourne, Australia, mm. suggested this game. I thought that was the game, and no. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, and you guys have twenty yes or no questions to guess this game. All right. Let the questioning begin. All right. Uh, do, did this game come out before January 1st, 2000? Yes. Okay. Do we want to try and narrow it down further than that yeah, time-wise? I think. Yeah. Did this game come out in the 90s? No. 80s games. Okay, well. Mm -hmm. okay. Don't burn a question on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all I mean, right. It could be. That did trip us up one time because it was like 78. It was like, I think it ended up being Centipede or something. But Ice cold. Yeah. <laughs> Ask so, if it's a console game or a yeah, PC game. I think. I mean, I want to know. Like, I want to know if it's like an NES game. I'm down with that question. Yeah. 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 Oh. Uh, okay. Fine. Uh, is it an? Uh, was it an NES game? Uh. No. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh man. No. All right. Um. Is this game mostly thought of and considered as being a PC game? Yes. Okay. So that eliminates okay. arcade to okay. Gianna Sisters. No, I don't. I don't know. That's true. <laughs> that so eighties PC game. So you get into the Ultimas. You get into yeah. We uh, got we got really hosed. Lucas Arts Adventure. So the yeah. early Lucas Arts Adventure games. What, the like Sierra. The yeah, the, the most Sierra I've Adventure ever game. seen us get bodied in twenty questions <laughs> was when we did. It was Carmen San Diego, oh, and we were miles <laughs> away from there. We were running in the wrong yeah, direction. Yeah. It was bad. Played that game at the school computers yeah. back in the day. That's good stuff. All right, eighties PC game. Eighties PC game. Wondering if it's edutainment or an actual game, no. but that's I don't not think you would do edutainment to us. Yeah, yeah. It was very controversial. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, Mostly a PC game. Okay, is uh, is the developer still around? Uh, LucasArts is not around anymore. No. Neither is Sierra. Yeah, neither is Sierra. Yeah. Neither no. is Origin, if it's Ultima. <laughs> yeah, the answer is no. No. Crap. So who does that? Well, I guess I don't know how that helps us. Maybe that wasn't a great question. But I mean, you know, Activision was making PC games back then. I wish I could sub in Jared. Can I Can I call, can I call a line? Like, <laughs> phone, phone a friend. friend. Now, phone a friend. <laughs> I got a phone. Right, I'm just going to, this, this is risky, but I'm just going to ask, uh, was it a role-playing game? No. Okay. okay. Uh, oh, that's totally great. I mean, that's, that's when question. I think about 80s PC games. Like, yeah. Can I ask if it was a platformer? Right. Uh, is it a platformer? Yes. Okay. Ooh. All right. All right. All right. This helps. All right. Okay. This okay. Helps. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, what was the like Commander Keen? Uh, I, I thought about Keen, but I I want to. I feel like Keen was like ninety because Doom was ninety three, and things happened very quickly back then. Like yeah. you think that that Keen and Wolfenstein were super yeah, far yeah. removed, but technically they really weren't. Um man, eighties PC platformers. That's yeah. I mean, I'm tough. thinking of, of of like Pitfall. I'm thinking of uh, yeah, but that no one thinks about. It. I said primarily consider yeah. you know, heavily like that's Prince an Atari Persia. game. Yeah. yeah, Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia is a good games. one. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, should we find out if this is a human uh, as the main character or not? That that would help, right? Sure. Go yeah. On. All right. Go ahead. So, is the main character human? Yes. Is the main character a prince? Yes. <laughs> yes. Is it Under, Prince of Persia? Yeah. Under 10 questions. You guys Woo! got that real fast. Yeah. Prince of Persia. By the way, I played, Platformer. I played OG yeah. Prince of Persia hard as yeah. heck. Yeah, it's yeah. impossible. Uh, you have 60 super minutes hard. to make it through the entire 
ridiculously trap-filled dungeon. Yeah. It's hard. I never finished it. It's also enough. almost impossible to control. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Uh, originally came to Apple II in 1989. Yeah. But of no. course, then it was like ported to everything. Every, Amiga, everything, everything yeah, after yeah, everything that. Everything got it. Nice. And I didn't know if there actually wasn't, there might have been an NES port, but. Well, shit. Yeah. There probably was. I know there was, there was Super Nintendo and Genesis ports, and I think I played it on one of those. Uh, and that was. I wish that franchise would come back, by the way. When we were talking about Ubisoft. Well, yeah, the last one was 2008. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the, the animated self one. Just, yeah. I'd be fine with a, a remake of Sands of Time. Yeah, same. Sands. Not not oh, to yeah. derail, sorry. It's just no, you no, said no, Prince good. of Persia, and I no. thought of, oh, man, I yeah. love yeah. that series. I liked the reboot that they made. It was controversial, yeah. uh, the one with the cel-shaded art, yeah. and mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. she thought it was very good. It wasn't Sands of Time good, but it was still, I played through the whole thing, thought it was excellent. Yeah, the worst Prince of Persia game was that second one right after Sands Warrior of Time. Warrior Within? Yeah, I stand alone, the Godsmack, <laughs> disaster piece, <laughs> yeah. music. Uh, it, it, was good, it was a good game, but it was, oh, I wanted to mute it so also, bad. Also, <laughs> Jordan Mechner, lovely man. You've met him? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's so I, I don't think he's still making games. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's he came in here. He made a couple of iOS games. That's okay. how he, I met he him. He remade, uh, is it Karatika? Is that yeah. how you pronounce yeah. it? Remade yeah. Karatika. Yeah, and I, yeah. he was in here and I uh, played it with him. Yeah. Well, that was actually published by Broderbund. Uh, <laughs> that <laughs> that publish is definitely not yeah. around. Company definitely not around anymore. <laughs> Remember that Prince of Persia movie? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Jake. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Well done. Thanks for the suggestion, Twiggy in Melbourne, Australia. That is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Jose. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.